This episode of Road Dirt the Podcast is brought to you by Royal Enfield. Built like a gun since 1901, Royal Enfield celebrates 120 years of pure motorcycling this year. And with models like the uh, 650 Twins, both in a Continental GT Cafe racer style and the more classic um, British style bike, the Interceptor, the INT 650, as well as an adventure bike, the Himalayan, and the newest release, their 350 Meteor. You can check everything out that they have to offer. Most legendary, longest running, actually, motorcycle continually in production is Royal Enfield. You can find them at royalenfield.com as well as find a dealership near you as their dealer network is rapidly expanding across the United States. Royalenfield.com. Well, welcome to Road Dirt, the podcast of Road Dirt and Motorcycle Media and RoadDirt.tv, your down-home grassroots motorcycle brand covering what we like to call ride life. This is Rob Brooks, your host. Thanks for tuning in. And today I want to bring you a story that kind of we kind of pulled from the archives that um, really kind of struck a nerve. Um, I got thinking about the, this particular story I wrote uh, a couple of years ago and um, about a very unique opportunity I was given with an old motorcycle. And uh, it is entitled Rockin' to the Oldies. Today's modern motorcycles are outstanding in technology and performance, but there's something magical about the old classic bikes. Rocking to the Oldies. A couple of years ago, I had the opportunity to wrench on an older bike, a 1969 Triumph T100. An acquaintance had asked if I could help him get it running again. He had told me the bike would kick over after some tickling and kicking. It was actually still a, one of those full kickstart bikes. But it wouldn't stay running any more than 30 or 40 seconds. Conceding that I was no master mechanic, yet interested in seeing if I could bring it back to good health, I agreed to take a shot at it. So I picked up the bike at his house the next Friday and brought it back to my house to see if I could breathe new life into the old girl. The first order of business was to check the battery and the plugs, all of which I replaced. Next, after examining and flushing the tank out, I removed and disassembled the single Amol carburetor, thoroughly cleaning each part and vatting what I could in a can of carb cleaner. The carb had indeed been full of ethanol varnish and grime, and the idle and air screws were all out of whack. So after reassembling and reinstalling the old Amol, I called, contacted uh, old veteran triumph friend of mine named Steve, who knows these old Brit bikes like the back of his hand. If anyone could help me fine-tune this antique, my buddy Steve could. So Steve arrived, and we set to work tuning the old carburetor. A few tweaks, some turns, screw-ins and screw-outs, and within about 15 minutes, the old Brit bike was growling perfect and begging to be ridden. We obliged. Steve took her out first, blasting down the long, winding road that runs by the end of my driveway. I could hear the roar of, that, of those straight high pipes as he rode out into the countryside that surrounds my home. Sometime later, he pulled back in, grinning ear to ear. Running good, he quipped. Next, it was my turn. Now, to be honest, this was not only the oldest bike I'd ever worked on, it was the oldest bike I'd ever ridden. Growing up, my dad had a 1972 Triumph TR6 650, single carb also, that I learned to ride on. 
Over the years, I've ridden bikes from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and newer. So taking out this 69 Classic was really a thrill for me to work on and now to get a chance to ride. Donning my gear, I popped it into first and throttled off. I must confess, rolling on, shifting the clunky right side gearbox, hearing the deafening roar of those high left side straight pipes. Yeah, they're on the left side. I've always thought that was kind of interesting. I haven't seen one like that. Anyway, I, it really did something to me as I throttled down the deserted road beyond my home. I felt a thrill, a rebellious nostalgia I had not experienced on a bike before. I mean, I've ridden some cool bikes over the years with so much more power and way better handling than this, but nothing compared to the feeling of this old, loud, shuddering and shaking piece of motorcycle history. The wind blasting in my face, I found myself howling in my helmet, unable to contain my sudden youthful enthusiasm with this bike. I felt like James Dean or Marlon Brando careening down country roads on this old Triumph. Stephen Wolf's song, Born to be Wild, was running through my brain seriously. It was raw, visceral, like motorcycling used to feel. Like it felt when my dad rode these bikes. Like it should feel like again. No wonder so many of the motorcycle brands are trying to recapture and deliver that feeling again with the return of cafe racers, bobbers, scramblers, trackers, you name it, all kinds of categories now. Yet for all the efforts to bring back the nostalgia in modern livery, nothing can compare with rocking to the oldies on one of these old originals. Sure, they require constant care and maintenance. Sure, you have to be handy with a set of tools and carry some with you when riding these bikes for any time and distance. And sure, they, well, you know, mark their territory everywhere when they're parked. They often leak so much. But after riding this T100, I'd be inclined to see if I could buy one myself. Not as a daily rider, long distance horse, or track tool, mind you. But for those days when that inner hooligan is growling to get out, there's nothing so thrilling as these old beasts. They're worth every dollar, every drip, every busted knuckle to keep them on the road. I did return the T100 to a rightful and happy owner. Eventually. A bit reluctantly, I might add. Time to start searching the classifieds. Well, if you go to our website, you'll see we actually had some photos of the bike and everything, too. Um, you can go to roaddirt.tv and then click on the article Rockin' to the Oldies, and you'll see some of the photos of the bike that uh, that we got to work on that um, I got running with my friend Steve for this story and uh, some years back. And it's always kind of been in the back of my mind. Man, I would love to get my hands on one of those classic old Triumphs that my dad grew up on, that he taught me how to ride on. And I've got a modern version of it right now, and I love mine. It's a 2017 Triumph uh, Bonneville Street Cup 900, and I love that bike. But there's just really something very nostalgic, very it really just gets deep in your soul riding one of those old classics. So wanted to share that with you on this uh, 4th of July weekend, which is what it is right now. So anyway, uh, we want to thank Royal Enfield for helping sponsor this podcast, as well as our media on the site and our social media. We appreciate them. Check them out at Royal Enfield.com. 
Bikes.com. If you haven't had a chance to sample one of their bikes, you really need to give that a try. They make some incredible machines. Great builds, great quality, great bikes. Also, check us out on our website, like I said, RoadDirt.tv. We got three social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all of which are RoadDirtTV, not .tv, just RoadDirtTV. And a YouTube channel we're populating with rides, roads, bike reviews, things like that. And it is also on YouTube at Road Dirt TV. Pretty easy to remember. Everything is like Road Dirt TV. One thing that's not Road Dirt TV, though, aside from this podcast, is a Spotify playlist we have. It is called Road Dirt Classics. So if you subscribe to, to uh, Spotify, check out our Road Dirt Classics playlist. About 25 hours worth of, uh, of music that um, we like to listen to when we ride and listeners have shared with us and we put them out there for everybody. Well, until next time, this is Rob with Road Dirt, Ride Life.